I don't know why I wasn't recording. No, now we're starting to talk about our kids. When you bite down on them, like you get that 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 great feeling of your teeth like piercing through the skin before it like dives and it. But her. John, skin... I just found her on Facebook. Yeah. How fucking creepy is that? Oh no, no, you're a creeper in hell. Okay, so like I say- feel bad for you, first of all, because a like easiest meal, like easiest sandwich slash like shit. It's like there's been times where it's like eight o'clock, Links needs to go to bed, and I'm like, we need to feed you dinner because something happened where dinner just was too early or got missed. And PB and J is like the go-to. It's great. I I I spent a week eating like two PB and Js every single day that week at work. I mean, along with other stuff. I love PBJ. Now, here's the thing. You said jam. I've always known it was peanut butter and jelly. Do you normally Either say way. peanut butter and jam, or do you normally say peanut butter and jelly? No, I usually say peanut butter and jam. Really? I wonder mm-hmm. if that's a, 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 like... That might be a Chelsea thing. I won't, because both are fine. Like, I have no problem with peanut butter and jelly. Now, this okay. isn't, like, me arguing with you about it, because that's fine, too. But I definitely say peanut butter and jam. So here's my next question. Mm-hmm. Jam jelly or preserves are you asking what my choice is yeah i don't know what the difference is uh so preserves are gonna have i I, now don't quote me on this i don't remember if i know i don't remember what the difference between jam and jelly is i want to say i'm looking it up by the way i want to say jam i think maybe as real fruit and jelly is more just sugar but i could be wrong but preserves are the ones that have like the chunks of fruit in them okay so that is what i buy is the ones with so the I'm chunks looking, of fruit? So I'm looking at the difference. Okay. So the first thing when I Googled jam versus jelly, the first thing that came up was jam versus jelly versus preserve. So, I mean, obviously Google is listening to us. Yeah. And it has a knife with a thing, like a little sample on each. Of course. And a close-up of that. Of course. All of which I believe are strawberry, by the way, which maybe that's the next question. But let's just... Oh, no, yeah, that was going to be the next question. Um, jelly looks disgusting. That looks like it has a bunch of gelatin in it, and I hate gelatin. Like, I don't like jello. I hate jello. So, jelly is a definite no because it's- I don't like jello. So, jelly and jam are pretty close. We definitely, I didn't know this until this conversation right now. We, we buy preserves. Okay, but here's the difference between jelly and jam, it looks like. And that's what I thought is jam has actual fruit in it. The chopped, crushed, or pureed fruit is in it, whereas but in the jelly it has. Doesn't show that. Well, no, but I'm looking at the description right there. Well, I'm looking at it too, but in the picture, the because that would be what I think I buy. Like the, what I buy says jam on it. Okay, then, but it, it might definitely be jam. looks more like preserves. Like it has big like, chunks of fruit in it. Okay, so well then, I mean, I, who knows what they put on these? I think the last time I bought it, it was called fruit spread or something. You know what? That might be right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm cooking in my mouth. Um, okay, so you so so preserves. Mm-hmm. Now, what is your go-to flavor? So you're gonna laugh because you probably never. I'm realizing as this conversation is progressing here that you have not heard of this. Probably is it boysenberry? Pretty close. Okay, it's a Saskatoon berry, which uh, I'm realizing is probably. I never have clicked with the name. You know, sometimes you call something something, you call it by its name, and you never realize we're let like. A, or, 
originated from or originated or or you know what we shouldn't we shouldn't just not do this at night so is it like a local thing to i'm like i said i'm realizing it's from saskatoon which is in saskatchewan which is in canada yeah and that's the only place you find them sorry that's the only place you find them no no no. i bought it at costco (laughs) okay so i need to find saskatoon jam Mm-hmm. But since you won't, my next choice would be raspberry. Now, do you like raspberry over blackberry? Does I don't make... think I've ever had blackberry jam. I don't see. I was just actually starting to think about it. I'm not sure how often I see blackberry jam. So here's my thing, right? So I prefer, I pre- prefer. Yeah. See, neither of us can talk this late at night. Yeah, I've only had a few sips of the drink too. Um, off to a good start. I prefer strawberry preserves. Mm-hmm. Or raspberry jam. I think actually with the raspberry jam or preserves is going to be about the same, because if you have like mm. a chunk of fruit compared to a puree of fruit when it comes to raspberries, it's going to be the same. It's about the same, yeah. Now here's my one issue with raspberry. Mm-hmm. The seeds. Yes, and I almost mm-hmm. started laughing because of the movie Spaceballs, which I've seen, and I basically would not be able to recognize any reference from. And I've it, seen a few. I've seen it a few times. It is one of the greatest, <clears throat> most quotable movies out there. Um, but yeah. So the seeds. <coughs> now, if I go to the store, I will probably buy strawberry preserves or something similar. But my mother-in-law has a bunch of raspberries in her backyard, and she makes her own jam. Oh. And she sends that, and that stuff's fantastic. Yeah, no, anything homemade, especially homemade from, like, the garden. Oh, man. So what I'm hoping is when we go see her at some point, Amy will get the thing on how to do this because she's getting up there in age. And I w- and then when we are at a point where we can have the raspberries stuff like that around us, like, we can start making it. So um, my friend who I don't think is – I've referenced the show a few times to her just to kind of, like, feel it out to see if she actually listens. Like – Oh, we talked about this today, and for her to go like, oh, yeah, I listened to it. And she never says anything, so I assume she doesn't listen to it, and that's fine. Um, she and I are both old souls, so it's funny that you say that about Amy. Like, oh, she's getting up there to, like, start. No, no, uh, I, I was talking about Amy's, no, no, I was talking about Amy's mom is getting up there at age and oh. won't be able to, like, keep making it I for... misunderstood. I thought you were saying, like, Amy's getting up there, and therefore she should start learning how to make jam. <laughs> All right. Well, then never mind my story. It's not relevant anymore. <laughs> I mean, you can still tell it. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Let's move on. Uh, did P- you, I mean, PB&G is a great topic. I, I'm sorry that your kids don't like it. That's terrible. Yeah. Ryan would eat it for a while because I think the daycare he went to served it. Um, but Camille has just never, never been on board. Oh, what about without the J? Because I just like I'll just have a peanut butter. Camille sandwich. doesn't do peanut butter. No, no, no. You. Um, I don't like just peanut butter and bread. Uh, I can do it on toast, mm. but it's not my favorite. If I don't have jam, I will do honey because honey might be my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I will do, and Amy makes fun of me for this, and I don't. I, I swear, I, I did not come up on this with this on my own. I was doing it as a kid, <laughs> so someone had to show me peanut butter and sprinkle sugar over it, and then make the sandwich. It gives it like. It gives it so it's not the peanut butter's not stuck to both sides of the bread. 
All right. Um, last question about peanut butter. Okay. And I would just, because I, I know Sean listens to this, so he actually did like a test at work where they had like a potluck and he took peanut butter sandwiches. I think he took peanut butter and jam. Um, That's he funny. took them with butter and without butter. On the bread? Oh, wait, on what part of the bread? So, like, okay, you're making your PBJ. Okay. You first butter the bread. On both sides or just the, in, the inside, like where the peanut butter is going to be going? Yeah, like inside, like a sandwich. Okay. There's no butter on the outside. That's I mean, I'm just trying to make sure I understand. Yeah, no, 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 no. All on the inside. All okay. Everything is on the inside. So That's you butter. I don't know if you do one or both, but uh, you butter the bread, then you put peanut butter, then you put jam. So I've never tried that. Okay. So is your question, would I do that? Do you? And if not, would you? I do not. Would not could no um I sorry Doctor Seuss popped in my head I was yeah so we both I, went there okay. I've, I've I've never done it before I would be up for trying it but I would probably try it and even if I thought hmm this is good I'd probably still never do it again just because it's an extra step that I think is probably unnecessary oh it's so much better so so I had my niece's birthday party on Sunday yeah and they had a face painter there. And so she was really cool. So she was all tatted up and stuff. And like, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't been to many parties that have a face painter, I guess. But I don't imagine she was like the... And I'm not saying like she didn't look appropriate. She just wasn't what I would imagine for a face painter. But maybe they are the norm because I guess they do ink and stuff, right? Like, same idea. It's just not permanent. So I'm having a conversation with someone next to me about names and I brought up that, like, we try and pick names that are subtly video game related. And she go, she pipes in and goes, oh, that's funny. I named my kid. And honestly, I can't remember what she named her kid. Because it, it was that subtle, right? And she goes, we named him this. And I said, oh, I'm like, I'm not, I don't know the reference. And I feel really bad about that because normally I'm pretty good at picking up the reference. She's like, oh, it's from Mass Effect. So she, she brings up Mass Effect, which kind of gets me going, like, huh. Like, you know games. So then I kind of say, like, oh, I should do something on my arm. Because some of the adults, like, the kids were not interested in the face painting. I think maybe the adults were humoring her a little bit because, like, she looked bored out of her tree. People were getting these, like, Disney ones. And I, I joked with her. I'm like, man, you should do a Fallout one for me. She goes, oh, I love Fallout. I'm like, okay. Did you all okay. of a sudden get, like, a female friend crush on her, like, instantly? So I'm like, okay, play it cool, Chelsea. Play it cool. <laughs> right? Like, this girl lives in my city. She's super cool looking. She's all tatted up. She's talking about her kids. So she's a mom. Check. She's into games, clearly, because she's now named two games that if you don't game, you've probably maybe heard of, but you're not going to have a conversation about them. Fallout and Mass Effect are not two games that most moms even know what the hell they are. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to play this cool. So I'm like, would you be able to do a pit boy on me? Like, let's test her out here. Like, how much of a game are you? She's like, oh, yeah, let me, I have to look it up, like, just so I can get, like, get it right but yeah like I told that'd be cool I'd totally do that so we're talking about what game she's playing she's got a four-year-old and a two-year-old and like she was really cool so then at the end I got her card I'm like okay <laughs> she knows I'm married so like it doesn't have to be weird like, like that I'm getting like, her number you're you're talking about this in the way of like a guy who meets a girl or or by no I guess more like a girl that meets a guy that's or a girl that meets a girl. I mean, I mean yeah, okay, sure. It's, it's 2018, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, that's how you're talking about it. It's so hilarious. 
so it's hard to meet friends. No, I understand. Especially, especially for me. There are very few, and I'm sorry to all the moms listening that maybe want to be my friend. I don't know. Or maybe you are my friend and you're listening. You're fine. I have, I, I love my friends, but I would love to have a mother in my life who's my age who wants to talk about games. And, like, she was talking about how, like, I only have this many hours at night to play games. Like, I don't have time for this and that. I'm like, oh, we're having a conversation about our kids sleeping and, like, the games we choose to play because we don't have the time to game. So, did, so I did, got her did, card. You're, you're like, uh, I'll, 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 I'll call you. No, you're going to call me? No, no. I mean, which, how? Uh, when do I call you? No. I. So So I got her card. <laughs> And I have her card. So this is this is my question for you, Johnny. This is why I left this because this was definitely oh. a conversation I wanted to have in person rather than over messaging. So I got her card. I haven't done anything with it yet because I got to play it cool. <laughs> I love you know, you this don't so just, much. Like, you don't just like reach out and get turned down. I could, you know, what if I was single and I got turned down by a guy, I, I, pff, that would not affect me at all. I, I wouldn't care. Well, there would maybe be a little sting, but then I'd get over it. With a friend, though, with a potential gamer friend who's also a mom. Like, I just feel like I've hit the jackpot. And I just, I just want to, I just want to, you know, I don't know what to do. So, I'm trying to think of, like, what question you would ask her. Like, so the funny right? thing that pops in my head is, do you swing? But that's not the question you're looking for. No, 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 no. I need to not scare her away, John. Yeah, this no. is the whole thing. I... And I mean, I'm, I know I'm like, I'm playing this, like I'm kind of joking around, but like I am very serious about like not wanting to scare this one away. <laughs> so, okay. Do you have any idea what system she plays on? I'm trying to think of, I probably could figure it out based on the game she talked about, but I, I right now I would, under pressure, I couldn't. Because if you knew that, you could message her and be like, hey, what's your gamer tag? Oh, gamer tag. No, I like that. I didn't think of that, and that's good. Because like that then, because you have all the systems, so then you'll know that you could be on the same system as her. Totally, because I, yeah, it doesn't matter what she plays on, and what, I can play on that. Yeah, but then, like, because what you're trying to go for here, first step, is going to be try to get her into a multiplayer game. An online so, multiplayer game where wait. you two can just chat. I'm going to see if I can Google her. Yeah, because that's not creepy. That weird? But, by the way, not cutting that from the show. Um, One day, like, she'll be my friend, because that's obviously the whole point of this, because she will be my friend. <laughs> that didn't sound um, psychotic at all. And uh, she'll listen to the show and go like, hmm, maybe we won't be friends anymore. <laughs> so we've settled on, you're going to message her, ask her her gamer tag. Yeah, that's good. That's way better than where I was going to go. Oh, my God. What? So I found her on Facebook. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> hold on. I have to play play cool, Chelsea. Play cool. I'm not good at playing it cool. I suck at playing it cool. I suck at playing. I sucked at playing it cool with guys when I was, you know, in the market. In the market. On the market. On the market. With. On the market. With the market. Does it work? With the market. No. On the market. <laughs> um. And yeah, I suck at playing it cool now. So I think gamer tags the way to go, and not via Facebook message. Damn it. <laughs> via text. Hi, this is Chelsea. You drew a pit void on me. What's your gamer tag? I for me that's way creepier. Why? 
if someone I met, so okay. I'm gonna check her card. Okay. If her, here, okay. Wait. If her card has her last name on it, I feel like I can send a friend request and just be like, I saw that you your last name is on that, and just like. Okay. I because then it's not like me going out of my way to stalk her. I could see that. I know what I'm gonna do. Let's start here. Okay. Because this was kind of my initial. I'm going to like her business. That's a that's a decent move. Because I, I can see that other people from the party have liked her business. I liked her page. Let's see what happens. <laughs> this is so ridiculous, and yet I'm I found myself so invested in in the story. But see, this is not adult friend finder. This is definitely apparently colon a parenting podcast. And I'm Johnny Casino. And she's Chelsea Capri. And Chelsea, I noticed something when I was listening back to an episode from two episodes ago. And I realized this about you, and it was kind of a letdown. So I dated a girl in high school who was from Canada. I don't remember where in Canada she was from. Not the French part. Canada's a pretty big place to just say Canada. It is, but I don't remember where she's from. We could trick her into saying the word outhouse. And it was the funniest thing to us because she would say it in a very Canadian way. She would say, "Okay, you know, like how Canadians sometimes say oot instead of out. Okay. This is a thing. We don't. No, you do. Maybe you don't. No one I've ever met goes a boot. It's a thing. No one. It is a thing. And and like, like, it's one of those things where it's like, haha, funny stereotype. No, it's real. I've met multiple Canadians that speak that way and like normally but it might be a regional thing i'm assuming it's regional and i don't know to what region it would be but it's not from alberta and that's where the problem is because i was listening to our last episode and we're talking about camping and you having to have an outhouse and i realized that you said outhouse and you didn't say it funny and you're from canada and you're from (laughs) canada and it 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 actually i was sitting there at work listening to this and it actually started to bother me that you're from canada and said outhouse and didn't say it funny Okay, so from now on, I will say a boot, oot house. No, oot hoose. Oot hoose. <laughs> and what's the other one? I'll say a more than I already do. Which, for the record, we don't actually say a. Some people we say do. Hey. Yeah, but it comes out as a. Maybe I feel like we Canadians get, and it's fine. Like it's I don't like I'm not insulted by the fact that people think we say it, but like everyone says it. Hey. Uh, um, so <laughs> that wasn't a great place for that, but no, no, you, you, you really let down on that one too. Uh, but you do say sorry. The way you say sorry is very like you, no, you I say sorry. Yeah, exactly. I said, sorry. The way you said, sorry. Yeah, I know, but I was saying it we the wrong say mom way. different. Well, you say y'all say mom like the British people. I guess so, but we or spell it like the Americans. Yeah, but you, you for sure, and I don't know about all Canadians, but I know I've heard you say mum, as in the British way, the M-U-M. pretty sure everyone I know says mum. And we will be right back, and we'll get into my topic. <laughs> we are back, and uh, Chelsea, I've got something that I'm hoping is going to be happening in the next year. Uh, and I say hoping, uh, I think I don't think there's any way it's not going to one one way or another. But Amy and I have decided that we are going to move back up to the northwest, up to the Seattle area where her mother lives. 
And actually today, Amy made the comment that she's going into the school year with the mindset, this is her last year at that school. All right. Which is good. I mean, she's not particularly happy there. Like, there's some things, but there's a number of other things where she's not particularly happy there. So, yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ideally, in my mind, ideally we would move this summer. But obviously, neither one of us have a job. We were not set up for this yet. Um, because, excuse me, this year, when the school year starts back again, Camille will be starting fifth grade, which in this school district, fifth and sixth grade are its own school. Um, but <clears throat> the school she's going to be going to has a special program in it for the gifted and talented, right? Like that mm-hmm. is like a special program. Everyone in the school district that makes it into this program goes there and they do special classes and there's things with robotics or uh, photography or these like special classes that kids at normal schools don't get to take. And she's starting that next year. So if we move in a year, we're taking her away from that after mm-hmm. she's already experienced it. Whereas if we moved now, she would just go to a elementary school that has fifth and sixth in it, right? Mm-hmm. So, is there, just to make sure, there is no option that she has, so there's no option for that specialty school where you're going. I don't know, and I also don't know if she'd have to be there for a period of time to test into it inside that school district. Right, okay. So that's possible. Um, for Ryan, Ryan doesn't want to move. Um, and for him, like right now, Amy teaches at the school he goes to. So he's used to seeing his mom up at school and still is young enough that he loves that. But that will change no matter what at some point. Yeah, but he's going into second grade. He would still have three more years of that if we stayed here the right. whole time. I always, I don't know why I always think he's in third grade going, going into third grade. No, he's going, yeah, he's going into second grade. Yeah. So. This is what we're trying to figure out. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, it's just going to happen, right? Unless things just fall apart between now and then. Um, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. Like, how do you get your kids on board? Like, I mean, they're excited to be, literally, we'll be, we would be, depending on what work I find out there, we, the good chance we'd be moving in with my mother-in-law for at least a year, which is going to really hamper my podcasting. Um, but the kids are going to love that. But what I'm trying to figure out, I want to hear from anyone who has moved their family a good distance away from their from like their kids' friends and everything like that. Like how you do it? Like how do you how do you do I mean there's going to be guilt, right? So I feel like stuff like this always makes me think about how our parents obviously cared way less about us than we do about our kids for <laughs> stuff like this. Because we moved when I was in the middle of grade one, which, by the way, there's almost not a worse time to move. Because in the middle of grade one, everyone's come. Well, I'm sure there is. But for me at that time, there was no worse time. Yeah. Because I had established my friends at home in the good old city of Regina. And you had to say that while I was drinking. I did it on purpose. So then we moved to Edmonton or where I live, Short Park. In the middle of the school year, in the middle of winter, all the kids had already established their groups of friends. Yeah. And in grade one, that set the friend groups basically until grade six. Really? So I was kind of this, yeah, pretty much. So I was like the outcast. I mean, I had friends, but like I didn't have like a group of friends. Like I had a couple of like good friends and that was it. See, 
see, that's weird to me. Because I would think the worst time to move would be late junior high or through high school. Because I don't disagree. I, I mean, but for me, as a six-year-old kid who had friends who moved at the time because the highway wasn't um, divided, it was about a 10-hour drive. Yeah. Now that now it's divided, it's about seven hours. But either way, it's far enough that like I can't just go visit my friends, right? No, you're done, so. So like my mom and my my best friend in Regina, she would come to Edmonton and like we spend a week here. I don't I can't remember like if she flew here or if someone drove her, but she would come, I don't know, a couple times a year and then we would go back to Regina quite often. So that's how my parents dealt with it, which was different because we had family in Regina. You guys don't really have family in Texas. No, your well, family's in Texas. Yes, but they're on okay. the other side of Houston. Mm, yeah, that's... So you, would you guys be coming back to your hometown for any reason? Yeah, well, we would be coming down to here, and if the kids... It would be specifically Camille, most likely, kept in touch with one of her friends, we would probably make that happen. Okay. Um, or like Ryan's little best friend, uh, Mia, her mom yeah. and Amy are friends. So there's a decent chance they would see each other. Like, but it'd be like a day. Well, and like, the, does the internet change things now? Like the internet didn't exist when I moved and like Facebook and given, I know your kids don't have Facebook, but like maybe email or something like that could help ease the transition a little bit well with kids having cell phones at such a young age as we've discussed already <laughs> texting yeah and that'll be that'll i'm sure that will happen between her and certain friends between camille okay. ryan i don't know like it's such a different story with him because he's a little bit younger and everything but here's also what i figure is like i'm not worried about them making friends once we get there right and yeah. it's it's funny to hear you talk about like the friends you made in, in kindergarten or, or first grade or whatever, like set the groups like going all the way up. Because, I mean, I remember I was, I was sitting there at the school and there was Camille with her little friends and there was this other girl that I had never seen and she was just part of the group now and she had just moved to town. I feel like kids are more accepting now. I, I was just watching something on this. Like we talk about the kids being like the worst generation ever these days. And, and they're, they're so involved in their cell phones and the internet, but really they're, I feel like they're actually a really accepting group of humans. <laughs> a really accepting group of humans. <laughs> um, oh, that's a great so, I mean, maybe the, like, again, maybe the internet, helps with that and maybe texting and like having cell phones that I don't know like I don't I don't know if the way kids communicate now has changed the way you make friends like when I was a kid the friends you had were the friends you played with at recess yeah and like there wasn't email or Facebook or texting like when but, you saw them it was you saw them at school and if you weren't friends with them at school you weren't hanging out with them after school I mean yeah but and there see, wasn't like a discreet way for someone who was cool to talk to someone who wasn't cool and like maybe help bring them into a group. I, yeah, I, no, I, that, I don't know what works nowadays. Like I can't I'm imagine an old person. So, okay, so I can't imagine that that's changed that much. Unless I mean, Camille will bridge that gap somewhat, but she still I don't think she fits in with the cool cool kids because usually the cool cool kids are bitchy, right? It's true. But she definitely hangs out with some of the kids that are probably going to be more popular kids later on. Um, but she's also more than happy to 
you know, hang out with the kids who are the outcast. I moved in the middle of the school year. It sounds like you guys will be moving at the beginning, like summer, beginning of the school year, whatever. Like they won't be switching schools in the middle of the year. No. And a lot of that is because Amy's a teacher. Right. So which the, is fine. The plan is, is I've applied to a whole bunch of jobs. Um, I am also, boy, man, I have gotten myself thinking way too much about this whole like business idea with Ben. Right. Um, but that will, but like that also requires me to get a real job up there first. Um, and Amy's, I think applied to some jobs up there. So if for some reason she were to get a teaching position this summer and they're like, Hey, we want to hire you up here. Uh, and I don't know if she's fully applied or not, but if they, if she was, and they're like, Hey, why don't you up here now? Her and the kids would move up to Washington and then I would keep working on getting a job up there. And I would, if I got one in the middle of the year, I'd move up there then. Right. But other than that, it's going to be Amy and the kids. Like Amy will get a new job up there or move up there and hope to if it hasn't worked out yet between school years because she's a teacher. Right. So, and then I'll move up there just hopefully before then or whatever, at some point as I find work. I feel like a, I feel like I a mean, migrant worker. The thing is, kids adapt. Like, it's good that you're like, oh, we want to do what's right for the kids and stuff. But at the end of the day, they'll be fine. Like, yeah. they are going to be fine. They're going to make new friends. They're young enough. Like you said, moving in the middle of high school would be way harder or the, even junior high where they have friends where, I mean, I, I personally don't have a ton of friends from high school that I'm friends with now, but there are people out there that the friends you make in high school are the friends you have for life. Yeah. And, you know, if you really want to mess up your kids, move them in high school. I'm kidding because there's probably people out there who have done Ooh, that. I I'm mean, there's sometimes kidding. it has to happen. It, exactly. You got to do what works for you guys and the kids will adapt. They will. They will be fine. Yeah, they'll only hate and me for how, a little I, while. And you know what? They, they'll have your their grandparents to help ease the blow a little bit. Yeah. They'll have some time before school starts to maybe start establishing some friends. Man, I hope so. But here, well, here's the other thing is like, and this is what really kills me is there's a potential that we would move in with her mom for a period of time and then get our own. I mean, obviously, at some point we get our own place. Which would ideally be right around the corner, like within walking distance, but like it's expensive where her mom lives and not that her mom's rich or anything like that, but like she bought into it early. She's had this house for many, many years, but now if I made what I make now, I would have a hard time affording a house there. Well, I was going to say, I imagine Seattle area is very similar to Vancouver, Probably as far as and like Vancouver, I cannot afford to live in Vancouver. Well, this would be the outskirts. Like we like ideally, we'd go back to the town we moved from when we moved here, which is like this, and and it's it's on the other side of the water from Seattle. Like so, Seattle's on the water, and Bainbridge Island is like right across. You go through Bainbridge Island, and there's a little town called Paulsbow, and another Silverdale. The real estate's way cheaper there. It's where the, like right. the military bases and everything. So there's always people like buying and selling and going through. Ideally, we'd end up there. Uh, me because I like the area more Amy because um, I think she was telling me that like well one there's a Costco and a Trader Joe's like right there perfect I yeah. like Amy that, that's that would I mean I've told you I've literally we literally bought our house based on the distance to Costco so that's hilarious um, but also there and something I didn't think about but there's a bunch of military wives there 
which some of them you want to really avoid. But Amy also being an ex-military wife, like there's that there's that possibility that she'll like find someone that she'll click with a little quicker because yep. of that. So it's something she was talking about. Now, granted, if I can't find a job like on the peninsula, like it's a hell of a commute to go to anywhere else from there because you take right. at least a half hour to an hour ferry. Yeah, that's that's a long commute. Yeah. So, but I want to hear, I want to hear from someone who has had to like move their kids. Like, what is the best way to do it? Like, how do you soften the blow? And I don't think ice cream is going to do it. I mean, you could just make your kids fat with a lot of ice cream to help with this situation. Did I ever tell you, and this might blow your mind, Ryan doesn't like ice cream. I don't like ice cream very much. The one ice cream I do like, though, is Haagen-Dazs, like the dipped like bars, like the chocolate yeah. and almond dipped ice cream. I do like that, but it's more about the chocolate part of that. Yeah. Ryan, ice cream's not great. No, ice cream's amazing. No. You mispronounced the word amazing. No. Um, Ryan doesn't like ice cream because it's cold. Yeah, no, I agree. It hurts your teeth. You don't have to chomp into it. It's ice cream. It's soft. You put it in your mouth. Oh, God, this is going to sound terrible. And, and let it melt. We'll say it that way. You put it in your mouth and you let it melt. Um, no, it's, it's not good. I'll take a milkshake over Well, here they bring all the boys cream. to the yard. Yeah, McDonald's milkshakes are nice and thick. Is that the way you like your milkshakes? <laughs> I like them thick. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm on board with Ryan. Ice cream is overrated. Just like your freaking snow cones. I wish I'm looking now. I'm realizing that was way too long ago to go back to it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, ice, no. cream's over, ice cream is less overrated than snow cones are, but Did, still overrated. Okay. So I don't know if I told you, so I was telling you earlier about like Ben was throwing out ideas for us to do for uh, mm -hmm. a business. And the first one he threw out, which I don't know if it was a joke or not, was, an, was a snow cone stand at the Grand Canyon. He's like Flagstaff is gorgeous, and I and snow cone stands have like zero overhead. Well, not zero, but very minimal overhead. Because it's just ice, and everyone loves ice. Yeah, especially at in Arizona. Uh, but I was like, I don't think I can do that as a married man, like trying to maintain. Like if I, like, yeah, it would be super chill, and we could be like sand bums or something. Afterwards. It would be super chill. <laughs> Your puns. Are on point. Yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. I guess the bottom line is like I, it's something we both want to do, and the kids like I when I first told the kids I I kind of thought they'd be a little bit happy because we're like moving near their grandmother that actually wants to spend more time. Um. I feel no, like you don't know kids well. very well because no, you're you're uprooting them from from the thing they kids don't like. No one likes change. No one likes change. I really want kids, change right now. Well, okay, most people don't like change. Kids hate change, and like that's a huge change in their life. So it's yeah. Once they're there, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But yeah, mm -hmm. I I'd also like to hear from people. I I don't plan on moving anytime soon. But Sean and I have talked about moving to Vancouver Island. Uh, all right, we'll be right back with the next topic. All right, we are back, and um, Andy, and I'm going to mispronounce his name, Pez, Penizek, Penet. Oh, wow. Pe you're not just going to mispronounce it, you're just going to butcher the hell out of it. Penizek? I want to say, I don't know. 
I'm I'm terrible, and it's actually not written for me. He is the informant, so that helps. He told he wrote out to us, I guess, on Twitter, and says, "Not sure if you guys attacked this one yet." On apparently, he's way behind, so he won't know that I butchered his name for a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> but my daughter's been having night terrors at two a.m. the past few days. Now, we. Whenever someone writes in with a question like this, we like to try to address it. Um, but as we were talking about during the break, we don't have a lot of experience with this. But I think that kind of fits in with our like general thing of we literally are just asking for people for help. Um, yeah. it's, it's either do this podcast to get advice or just search Reddit. And we're choosing the podcast route. I don't use Reddit, but should maybe. I, I mean, I guess I'll... I'll never make it. I'll never make jokes again. I'm sorry, Chelsea. <laughs> so my only experience with this conversation is I have night terrors. I mean, I think that's I good feel, experience. I feel horrible that his three-year-old daughter is experiencing night terrors at three because they really like they don't call them night terrors for they're called that for a reason and they're pretty awful. I think I just gave myself a slur. You gave yourself a I'm, play, I'm playing with a stupid um, clothesline pen. Anyway. Um, you gave yourself a sliver? Is that what you call them, not splinters? That's cute. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, night terrors are awful. They really are. Like, it's tough to describe them. Like, you... It, they're so real and you often wake up in, in and I don't know, like there, I think as far as I know, and I'm definitely not an expert in this area, but as far as I know, most night terrors, you like wake up, but you're not awake, but you're like screaming, freaking out. You Really? But yeah, like you, I will get up and freak out, but I'm still like, I'm, I'm there, like I'm awake. I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings but I'm not. See, you're kind of in the middle of, you're kind of in, in between states of dreaming and reality. Now, now when, it, when they say night terrors, I mean, that's the same thing as a nightmare, right? Like that's no, a, no, okay, no, no, there no, is no. a difference. They're very different. Now at, at three years so old, would you know sleep terror? But if, if at a, with having a three-year-old, would you know if they were having one over the other? Like, I don't know what the difference yes. is. Yes. You definitely know that there's a definite difference. But from from an outsider's from an outsider's perspective, I mean, I can't speak for Andy, but I personally would know if my kid was having a night terror or a a really bad nightmare. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe he's using the term night terror, and really he's he's meaning really bad nightmares. Maybe I don't know. Mm, But I also feel like when people say night terror. They they know what they're talking about. Uh, and then you have the idiots Basically, like me. So I'm just reading because I'm like, I, I feel like maybe I should have something to actually like back this up a little bit. So night terrors are a type of sleep disturbance. A child having a night terror may suddenly bolt upright in bed, cry, scream, moan, mumble, and thrash about with his eyes wide open without being truly awake. Because he's caught in a sort of twilight zone between being asleep and being awake. He's unaware of your presence and is, isn't likely to respond to anything you say or do. So the problem with night terrors is your kid is you, as in me personally, or your child, is freaking the frick out. <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. You can't get them out of that state. 
And that I think, and I didn't realize that reading the message from him and whatever else, but that would be heartbreaking. I, like I said, having experienced them, it's bad enough. If my kid ever has them, it will tear me apart because I know how terrifying they are. It's like the most real dream you could ever have. Um, and often, like, I know at three, I don't know. Like, when I asked him if, if it's the same dream that she's having, and he said he doesn't know because she's three, and, like, they don't know if it's something that happened to her to cause these or whatever. Yeah. For me, it's a personal experience that happens that I relive at night oh. and have night terrors about and wake up screaming. I haven't had them. I'm trying to think if I've had them since I've been with Sean, and I feel like... Sean and I have been together since 2010. It's funny because I could hear him in the background and all I'm picturing is him like yelling the date like through the wall. And he would and he would too. He would know like the minute probably. He's way better at dates. That's one way. Um, <laughs> so I've been with him for about seven or eight years, say. And I can't remember if I've had them with him. I'll have to ask him if, if at the beginning of a relationship I was having them. I went to a therapist to help me get over mine. Oh, and at three years old, that's not really an option. I was going to say, I don't think it's three. And your kid goes to a counselor. Yeah. And, like, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't – maybe that is an option. I don't think I'm sure someone else I, – I think and, – and, I mean, what do I know, right? Like, I'm not a three-year-old nor a child psychologist, right? But I, I would feel it would be hard for a three-year-old to convey enough stuff, you know? But I think that there's, I mean, I think that's why child therapists are amazing at what they do. Because I don't think it's about, like, helping them get over an experience. I think it's, I, I'm struggling to find my words here. I think I think technically a three-year-old can go to a therapist. I think it's just a very different experience than, like, if you were, or you or I were to go to a therapist. I guess. And I'm not saying that's the option. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's what you should do to your kid. I have no idea. Like, I do not know the answer here. All I know is I feel awful for them because watching your kid go through that is terrifying. So with Camille, right, so she's 10, and there are times that she'll tell me about a nightmare she's had. Um, but it's never like that. Like, it's not a wake-up screaming night terror type thing, right? Like, she would have had a, have had a bad dream. With her, though, she will come down, and it happens less now. I I say that. I can't. I don't know if that's true. But she will come down crying because, like, she can't go to sleep because she's having anxiety about something that would be a nightmare. Right. right. Like, a thing that's not going to happen. Like, it could be a, a completely peaceful night, no clouds, and she will be having anxiety about a tornado tearing through the house. Right. And is it based on something she saw? It's normally... Like, did she watch Twister before bed? Okay, I would not play Twister for her. I might show her the Last of Us trailer, but I will not watch Twister with her. I mean, you have boundaries. You can't cross yeah. lines here. The, the, well, the funny thing is, is, like, that episode where we talk about it will, will have come out sometime after this one. Um, yeah, it'll be, like, something she hears on the news or she hears someone talking about, right? Because we live in an area where hurricanes hit, Right. So she'll hear someone mention it or whatever else, and it gets stuck right. in her head and freaks her out. And her anxiety is pretty bad. Um, but she will come down, and and I don't always know how to do. Like I've in the past, I have gone up there with her and like rode her back or like laid in the bed with her and stuff. By the way, she might have the comfiest bed in the house. 
Um, feels great on your back just to lay flat on her bed. Uh, oh, anyway, yeah, but, like, she used to come down, and she'd be crying, and I'd go up there. And, like, it got to the point where, like, first of all, if, if, if I'm home and this happens, she doesn't wake up Amy. Like, Amy might hear her, but she doesn't wake up Amy. And I wake up to, like, this little, like, poke, 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 poke in the side of my arm, which is a really weird sensation to wake up to. Mm-hmm. And I've got to the point now where I just, like, you know, give her a hug. And then just kind of like send her back to bed and tell her I will check on her. Sometimes I'm awake to do so and sometimes I'm not. Um, but she does. I mean, she goes to a counselor for that, though. Like not that specifically, but stuff that ties into that. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know where I don't know if I was going anywhere with that or not. But a three-year-old, that would be tough. So I'm just reading a little bit as you chat here. And I'm reading... That night terrors in adults and children are a little different. With adults, you may remember some of it or all of it. With children, they typically don't remember even having them. Yeah. Um, so they'll wake up the next day and not know that they were up screaming all night. So I wonder I wonder if these, based on what he has given us, which is, you know, very little information. And not that that's a bad thing, but it's Twitter. It's tough to give any information. Um, it sounds yeah, like thanks, from what Andy. he has said, it sounds like he's his daughter's having maybe really awful nightmares rather than night terrors. But if I don't know, and if I feel either way, either way, it's terrible. And at three, like, what does a three year old have nightmares about? Like, it's just so sad. Well, I mean, the world's a big scary place when you're that small. Well, that's true. I just watched too many scary movies. Everything was. Oh man, I—I I mean, I can—I can vividly remember specific nightmares from when I was a kid, and that's never fun. Yeah, I actually, I do, I do too. I have a few that are were reoccurring. Um, it says the causes of night terrors are stressful life events, which makes sense, a fever, sleep deprivation, which I mean, it's funny because that's kind of a catch twenty two there. If you're having night terrors, you probably are also being sleep deprived from those. Um, there's also medications that can cause it. Yeah, I think I've heard about that some. <laughs> the um, remedies for it are pretty ridiculous. Maintain a consistent bedtime routine and wake-up time. Make the child's room safe to try to prevent the child from being injured during an episode. And eliminate all sources of sleep disturbance. So I'm going to go with a, so, a, a few more things that he actually pointed out here, right? Okay, yeah. Is uh, that she... she the the child, I can't think of what it is. She just knows she had a bad dream, right? But then he says, and this is where it gets really disturbing, for, not disturbing, but like really like weird for me. It's like, it could be potty training related, I suppose. And I'm not saying he's wrong. I, I, I would never say that or anything like that. But like, I'm imagining what a potty training nightmare would be. And that's about as scary as it gets. So I think, so actually that does say like night terror causes. The first thing is stressful life events. And Potty training to a three-year-old is a stressful life event. <laughs> and maybe she's not having nightmares of the potty training, but maybe the stress of potty training is leading to nightmares. Is probably, I I imagine, is what he means. Now, do but you, maybe not. Like, you you told us last episode or a couple episodes ago about the toilet-eating Elmo episode did, that did, you had to watch. Did you look at the link I sent you? I didn't want to. <laughs> okay, the link was not that freaky, right? Like, okay. the link did not take anything freaky. You know, 
this is an interesting thing it says for night terror prevention, which I actually feel like maybe is a good piece of advice since we have nothing to offer. <laughs> this is this is on like a WebMD site. So oh, I mean it's, it's so, so the answer is cancer. Somewhat. Probably. Oh. I'm talking about a three year old kid here. Let's not <laughs> joke about that. I'm joking about WebMD. <laughs> Um, so it says there's a few things, but the one bullet I like is that it says typically night terrors happen around the same time. Okay. So it says to awaken, which that word is a weird word in the sense. Is but, it, does it not remind you of like a vampire movie? No, it reminds me of, uh, Link's Awakening. Oh, that's much happier, which is a great game by the way. Awaken your child 15 minutes before the expected night terror and keep her awake and out of bed for five minutes. You may want to take your child to the bathroom to see if she will urinate, which may be great advice if she's potty training or possibly will cause worse nightmares for her. Well, I was going to say or possibly happened because of the night terrors already. Maybe skip the part of going to the potty. I don't know. I would say try. You might as well. But I mean, for me, that would be tough to wake my child up in the middle of the night, or I don't know. I don't know if the dreams happen at like nine, but middle of the night for your kid. Um, that'd be a tough one. But if I knew every night at nine o'clock, he's going to have this dream. I would maybe try this. This sound, this sounds like an actual good piece of advice from the internet, which the internet doesn't always offer. Yes. Um, it says, so it says first note, how many minutes the night terror occurs from your child's bedtime, awake them 15 minutes before it happens, take them out of the bedroom maybe to go to the bathroom and then it's just continue this for a week. That's my advice. I'm reading it from WebMD. It seems like solid advice. Okay. So if, if the listenership for this show reaches further than the Twitter conversation we had earlier, <laughs> hopefully somebody out there can message me, tweet at me, whatever, and give advice. And I will happily pass it along. Cause I like Andy and he's a nice guy. I play video games with Andy sometimes. Not to brag. Not to brag. No, only, only, okay, there's, hold on a second. For joke purposes, there's only one not to brag, and that happens to be Adam Leonard. If you have advice to this, if you've experienced this with a small child, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. I am Johnny underscore Casino on Twitter. Uh, she's Chelsea Capri, 23. Chelsea like the Chris Capri like Sean, 23. You look on your face. Did I cut you off? I'm just real. No, I'm really sad. Like I almost, um, I almost hope you don't get people that go, yeah, my kid went through this because it's it's sad. It is, but someone else has gone through this, and we know that. The question is, are we lucky enough that that person would listen to here, listen to yeah. here, listen to this, and be like, hey, let's help this person out. I do have a quick story for you that popped in my head because. Of the awakening thing that I will tell it may or may not make the show. And then we will do our final little question here on Yahoo Parenting. So my grandparents have lived in the same house since my mom was a little. Mm -hmm. It's in a neighborhood uh, that's effectively its own city. has its own police department, its own fire department, its own mayor and everything. But it's effectively a neighborhood also. No one locks their doors. It's really safe. Right. Uh, Just outside, like just outside the main beltway of Houston. And I used to go over there. My grandparents always said, if I go over there, um, wake them up. Like, if you come over here, wake us up. Because they would always take an afternoon nap. Always. Now, this is my grandfather that passed recently and my grandmother that has completely lost her marbles. Okay, perfect. 
And I, these are the grandparents that also we lived with for a period of time when I was younger. Like they taught me to ride my bike. My grandfather taught me all the woodworking stuff that I know was from his shop that was in his garage, all that stuff. So pretty close to him. So I go over there one time. It's just me. And I, I go, I go inside the house and the doors, doors unlocked as it always is. And I walk in and it always has the same feel that their house always has. And I don't see him anywhere. So I look in their bedroom and there they are taking a nap. Okay. Now they take naps fully dressed. I mean, it might even have shoes on. I don't remember. Sounds but, like an old person thing to do. And my grandfather always wore like dress pants and like a tucked in like polo shirt or button down shirt, right? Because my grandpa too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the time period he's from. And, and I wish you were like with me so I could demonstrate this the way I normally do. Right. Mm-hmm. So they are laying down and I'm like, shit. Well, they, they tell me I need to wake them up. So I'm standing, Wait, sorry, how old are you? I'm, I mean, well, 17, 18, 16, okay. something like that. Like, I'm driving. Like, I drove to their house. Like, right. I was in that area because, I mean, like, so the church we went to, my stepdad's parents, my mom's parents all lived in that same area. Okay. So I would go see them quite a bit. So I walk in, I look at them like, this is going to be weird. And I knock on the door and like corpse in a freaking casket they sat up at the waist, like their legs stayed still and together. And by the way, they were both laying on their back with like their arms next to their side. And they just sat up. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. So. Yeah, they, no, it sounds creepy. And I wasn't there. They were awakened. Yeah. Is it awoken? Uh, awaken? Is awoken a word? I don't think so. Awaken doesn't sound right to me. I mean, awaken. Awaken mean. Yeah, yes. but awaken my son. That's what you'd say to a vampire man if you were an old vampire woman or man. I just, it's a word I don't like. I got to be honest. It's is not it my creepy word. or is it because it reminds you of Link's Awakening, which is a very bizarre Neither. Cool I just don't feel like it sounds like a real word and therefore I don't like it. Pretty sure it is. I believe that it is. Chelsea. So I'm going to read you this this final question from Yahoo Answers Parenting. But I have to try to say it with inflection because it's not exactly written like a question. Mm, don't forget that upward inflection. Yeah, but it is it's a question. Important. So I'm going to okay. do my best. I, I, I've almost finished my drink. Actually, man, I still have a bit left. Hold on. You better just shots, 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 shots. And go. done. Every time it's delicious, but like oh. it has that burn that comes out. No, rum is not good. This rum is good. Like, and I always, I used to think that too. But so this is from Yahoo um, Answers user Sarah. Mm-hmm. And she asks, <laughs> trying to say this in a way that makes it a question. Some parents are getting name tattooed on their minor children to find them later? 